The voice of reason. The voice of alarm. The voice of stats. The voice of scouts. The voice of Kool-Aid. The voice of dismay. The voice of Davo. Well, this one was all about welcomes, wasn't it? Both good and bad. We'll start with the good. Welcome back, Lorenzo Kane, who, in a fairly surprising move, was activated before the game and responded in a big way. Four for five for Low Kane tonight, and he even had an extra base hit. What is that? Extra base hit? So, great night for Lorenzo Kane. Welcome back, Jordano Ventura. Another big-time performance out of him. He continues to be a stud. He strikes out a career-high 10 batters in six innings of three-run ball. Just made one mistake pitch, literally. A big welcome back to Eric Hosmer, who hit his first home run of the year, had three hits, and drove in three. That's the good, and mostly besides that, it's just bad. Also, a big welcome back to the month of May and pathetic, terrible, embarrassing, despicable baseball being played by the Kansas City Royals. Welcome in. It's Clubhouse Conversation, the 2 a.m. version of Davo's Dish, which makes me the biggest loser out of everyone tonight because I'm sitting here in my studio at 2 a.m. having to talk about this complete debacle of a baseball game, and this one just hurt. I mean, it, it's to the point now where it's just... I. <laughs> what do you even say anymore? You have no idea how angry and depressed and just full of negative and upsetting things have been going through my body the last 20, 30 minutes and the last hour, the last two hours, ever since Greg Holland blew the game. I'm not really even going to get that upset at Greg Holland. Those are going to happen. Blown saves. We'll talk all about it here in the next several minutes. Greg Holland was probably fifth or sixth down the things I'm worried about, the things I want to talk about tonight. But just year after year. Every May, every early part of the season, the Royals just continue to do this crap. And it's just, it's pathetic. I mean, it is. It's, it's pathetic. I love the Royals. I will always love the Royals. I've built my life around the Royals since I was 10 years old. I probably watch 150 games a year the last 15 years, listen to them growing up. I'm not trying to prove how big of a fan I've been. I'm just telling you, I love this organization. I'll never give up on them. But this is just pathetic. There, there's no other way around it. The Royals have now lost five games in a row. They're 14 and 17. Woo! Six games behind Detroit, eight behind in the loss column. Perhaps maybe we'll stop here in this big game they've been talking the last couple games about. Oh, it's how you finish. Who's there at the end? The ship has sailed on Detroit. Let's, let's be real here. Am I down tonight? Yes. Am I overreacting? No. I'm using common sense. Detroit's about to add Stephen Drew come June 1st. Joel Hanoran. I mean, they're just going to continue to get stronger, are the Tigers. They'll go make a move at the deadline as well. The Royals aren't catching the Tigers. The Tigers, as we saw this weekend, are the other class of the Central. Now, the Royals are not that far behind the Tigers. They're not as bad as they showed, but they are nowhere near the Detroit Tigers. Starting rotation, Tigers have the edge. Lineup, Tigers have a big edge. Defensively, the Tigers are probably a bit underrated. The Royals have the edge there. The Royals have a slight edge in the bullpen. So the Royals have slight edges in two areas, but the Tigers have such a complete giant edge offensively and even in the starting rotation that it's not looking good but let's get back to tonight's game let's go through it here the Royals stranded 11 base runners tonight seven of them by Nori Aoki 11 base runners were stranded the Royals had 16 hits and scored only five runs tonight let's repeat 16 hits and scored five runs 10 of the first 11 were singles 
So yeah, of the 16 hits, only four were for extra bases. That means only 25% of the Royals' hits tonight were for extra bases. Same old song, different day. You cannot win in the American League, and we saw tonight you can't win in the National League either when you can't hit the ball in the gap or over the fence. So the Royals, 25% of their hits were extra base hits. Let's look at the Padres here. So the Royals had 16 hits. How many did the Padres have? Well, they had nine. But guess how many of their nine hits were for extra bases? Six. 66% of the Padres' hits were for extra bases. Repeating, 25% of the Royals, who had almost double the hits, the Padres had about half as many hits, scored more runs, because 66% of their more than half less hits were for extra bases, including two home runs, several doubles, and... So there's that. Another just pathetic offensive effort tonight. You know, they scored 16 hits. You can say it wasn't pathetic. Punch and Judy singles aren't going to win in 2014 in the American League. Drive the ball. The three, four, five hitters for the Royals, what do you have? On a tip, it depends on the night, I suppose. But if you look at tonight's three, four, five hitters for the Royals, Eric Hosmer, one home run. Salvador Perez, two home runs. Alex Gordon, one home run. Four home runs out of the Royals' three, four, five hitters. Let's just throw Billy Butler in there as well. That's five home runs out of your four best hitters. It's not going to get it done. The Royals also blew two big scoring chances in particular tonight. I want to start by talking about the play that infuriates me more than anything tonight. There's one play that nobody else is probably talking about that, to me, signifies where the Royals are at more than anything. I'm looking at a big picture because this is a big picture problem quit telling me you're going to start hitting home runs. Ned Yost before last year said, oh, we've got four or five guys that could hit 30 home runs on this team, six that could hit 20. You told me that over a year ago. Here we are. These guys are 1,500-plus at bats end, some many more than that. No one is going to get near 25 home runs this year on this team. Nobody will near 25 home runs. There'll be one or two 20 home run hitters on this team, no 25 home run hitters on this team. Nobody is driving the baseball. They're not going to. I don't care what what hitting coach you have out there. I don't care if you re, re you know I don't care if you resurrect Charlie Lau. He can't make this team hit the baseball. Pedro Grafal, it's not his fault. Just like it wasn't the hitting coach's last year's fault, or you know whatever. Kevin Seitzer certainly wasn't his fault. It doesn't matter. At some point, the players got to perform. But the top of the ninth inning, three zero count for Omar Infante against Alex Torres. Right, so the Royals are ahead four to three to recap. 3-0 count to Omar Infante. The Royals are ahead 4-3. So what do you do with your big boppers coming up? Eric Hosmer's driven in. Three runs. He's you know, up next. Salvador Perez. A couple extra base hits. He's due up. You know, two later. What do you do with a 3-0 count? You swing 3-0. Why? Why the hell are you swinging 3-0 with Omar Infante in the top of the ninth inning? Omar Infante, whose career high in home runs is about a dozen. Omar Infante in a park where the ball's not jumping out tonight, unless you're, you know, playing for the Padres. Omar Infante, 3-0 count. The Royals up by one, leading off with two hot hitters in this game behind. He swings, pops up. Great. So you go ahead and just kill a rally. I'm going to go ahead and call that killing a rally. You do not swing 3-0 there. Nedios Royals this year, by my count, have now swung 3-0 nine times this year, and only two of those at-bats resulted in a Royal getting on base. That's right. The Royals have swung, by my count, nine times this year, 3-0, and only twice in that at-bat did they end up getting on base. I'm not even saying on that pitch. I'm saying for the at-bat. What are you doing, Ned? 
I back you. I'm sick of backing you. I back you on Twitter. I back you here. I can't back you on this. It's freaking pathetic. 3-0, and Omar Infante at the plate, and you're swinging up by one in the ninth inning. You could close your eyes and do better than two out of nine times getting on base 3-0. and You realize that? Honest to God, the Royals, by my count, once again, have swung 3-0 nine times this year and had two of those at-bats result in a Royal getting on base. You could close your eyes and take three pitches and get on base more than twice out of nine. Honest to God, there's not a sane person that would argue that fact. Close your eyes and take three pitches, and at least three of those nine times you'll get a walk. (laughs) Whatever. Top of the 11th. Lead-off double by Lorenzo Cain. Surely we'll get this run in, right? Dyson does his job bunting him over. That's the right move. Justin Maxwell, once again, cannot get the runner home from third. One out. At some point... He's probably going to have to be addressed. He's striking out over 40% of his at-bats. He's not driving in runs. Granted, I know he's not playing every day. I love to use the sample size excuse, but you know what? A backup doesn't get the sample size excuse because he's not getting 300 at-bats this year. He's not getting 200 at-bats this year. He has no sample size excuse. Only guys that play every day or pitch every day or in the bullpen consistently get that. Guys that are fringe guys at the end of the bench have to go up there and be able to not strike out, have to be able to drive in a freaking run from third base and one out. I love Justin Maxwell. He had some big hits last year. I'm not going to forget the home run he hit and uh, an extra innings game uh, in uh, Shea Stadium there in New York when the the Royals won, although it's not Shea Stadium anymore, whatever the name of that field is. City Field, is that what it is now? I don't know. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. Give me a break here. He had a big hit there, that home run. He had a big one against Soria, last home game of the year. This is this year. He's not getting the job done. Pathetic offense. From Noriaoki leaving seven to not getting runners home from third. Oh, how about also uh, including that play that was talking about, you know, the rundown that we got in on the contact play at the top of the 11. So Maxwell grounds that to third. He did not smoke the ball like they were saying on TV. It was a two hopper to third base right to the third baseman. Lorenzo Cain running on the contact play or whatever. I'm fine with that. You know, any bobble he scores, anything up the middle he scores. Get in a rundown, Locaine. Let Maxwell get up to second. You don't attempt to get back to third or slide into home or do anything, which you can't. I know there's that new rule you can't bowl over the catcher. Get in the rundown and at least let Maxwell get to second. It's just it's just the things that drive me nuts about this team. It's why this organization will not win with the current leadership the way it's looking right now. With Ned Yost in there, just the leadership of you're swinging 3-0 in the top of the ninth inning up by one. You're not getting in rundowns. You're not getting runners home. I mean, it's just, I don't know. What do you even say? This is one of the most frustrating Royals games in some time because you actually have expectations this year. You got a team record payroll. You had this game won. How many times? You were ahead 3 nothing in the 6th. You were ahead 4-3 in the ninth. You were ahead 5-4 in the 12th. How many freaking times did we have this game won? Even despite our pathetic offense, not being able to hit for extra bases, even despite leaving guys on base, even despite swinging 3-0 on the top of the ninth inning with a middle infielder hitting, yeah, he's got 19 RBIs. Yeah, there was nobody on base. There's nobody at third base there with one out. You don't swing 3-0. It's a bad baseball team right now. I'm not sure this is a 500 team right now. You can say I'm being too hard on them after one game, and it's only five games in May. Fine. You, that, that's a fair point. It's a bad baseball team right now. Tell me how this team's going to start magically hitting the baseball for power. Where's that power coming from? Tell me how some of these guys like Jason Vargas are going to keep pitching over their head. Even your Donovan Ventura, he ain't throwing any ERA in the ones this year. 
Tell me where this bullpen's all of a sudden going to get better because it's been pretty damn shaky so far this year. Yeah, they've had some good stretches. Where's the consistency? There is none. They walk guys. They strike out a lot, but they walk so many. Where if you make one mistake with all these walks, I just don't see it. This team's not going to compete for the division. We can at least take that part out of the equation. Do they still have a chance at a wild card? Yeah, they do. Not for much longer, though this continues. The free fall has begun. A five-game losing streak in May for this team with the history of this organization, this city, and the, it's just the recent history. The free fall has begun. Most teams would probably be six or seven when you'd say that. They've got no bullpen left now tomorrow. Who do you have available? Marriott was the only one who didn't throw tonight, and he's throwing, what, two of the last three days? So two of the last four going into tomorrow. Tim Collins is unavailable. He threw two innings yesterday and inning tonight. Greg Holland's throwing two days in a row. I mean, the bullpen is shot. Jeremy Guthrie's going to have to go eight innings, seven innings tomorrow. Guthrie needs to step up and be the man tomorrow, but as we saw tonight, it may not matter. Guthrie could throw a hell of a game tomorrow, and we'd still find a way to lose because we don't score runs. We can't hit the ball in the gaps. We can't put the ball over the fence. We have a horrible approach. We hear about Pedro Grafal on the organization valuing walks, and you've got Ned Yost letting them swing 3-0. So you tell me where all of a sudden this turnaround is going to happen. Tell me why I need to have so much faith. I'm starting to lose it a little bit with this team, this particular team. I'm not one of those fans who's, oh, I'm done with the Royals. I'll never be done with the Royals. I love the Royals. This site will be here forever. I have no plans in getting rid of the site. I have no plans in not promoting the Royals. I love this organization. I always will. That's why this is so freaking hard for me. I'm, a, I'm sitting here at 2 in the morning talking to you. It's just pathetic. I mean, <laughs> the whole thing's pathetic. You, know, you got me sitting here trying to break down. I mean, how do you make this positive? How do you make it positive? Tell me. Because I have no idea. You blew this game three times. You have horrible approach. I'm done. That's it. That's it for the night. <sighs> Time for some sleep. Royals lose. We've been down this road many times before. We've seen this movie many years. And I'm supposing that we'll just have to have more patience, is what they'll tell us. Be more patient. We have not been here the last 25 years. Be more patient. Things are different now. Yeah, are they? Because they're pretty much the freaking same as far as I can tell. Good night.